to take that it's one again. So long, gay Bowser. <laughs> they took that out, so. Yeah, that's most of this review, huh? Anyway, hi. I'm Sean Warren. I'm editor-at-large for fanbuy.com. Uh, welcome to our review podcast for Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Uh, I am one of your hosts. The other two hosts that are with me are my wonderful co-workers and friends and Mario. And you know what? Uh, something that no one knows about them. Plumbing experts. Uh, oh. One is social editor plus Nikki Grayson. Hi. Hi. The other is uh, Merrick Kay, who uh, has three degrees in plumbing um, from the University of Toronto. Yeah, I snaked a drain one time. You did? Yeah, yeah, for real. I'm not lying. Uh, I feel like that's not really something to brag about uh, because it's a very simple operation, but does make you feel really competent, you, you know? You, you can't say that you didn't use your degree, though. Well, because I'm up in the ivory tower all day, you know? Right. And, um, and I'm, t- I'm talking about media. And then when you get down in the dirt <laughs> and you really snake a drain with your friend Mario and you just get a whole mess of hair out of that drain. Yeah. You get that shower running smoothly again. Mm, let me yeah. tell you. Um, feels great. It does so you, feel great. You're kind of like, so you're, you're kind of like a manual person. You don't kind of believe in the use of chemicals. Cause I, well, I, I kind of lean, lean towards well, the use of, of drain chemicals and to kind of just pour those straight down in you there. You know, sometimes listen, you're always going to reach for the drain chemicals, right? You're always going to pour those down the drain, but sometimes they don't work. Sometimes you have yeah. created an ecosystem. You've created a hostile environment where the chemicals can't penetrate yeah. to the core of the clog. Kind of right. like how Mario has to sort of flip the big bug over so that he can stomp on it. Yeah, on the soft underside. The the underside, the underbelly. You have to sort of expose the core. uh, And you need to to snake a drain to do that. So much (laughs) like Mario does the spin attack in Mario Galaxy, you have to spin uh, a metal snake down your drain to clear the clog. Hi, I'm Merrick Kay of (laughs) (laughs) fanbite.com. Um, we are going to talk about the Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection, and uh, it came out, um, I don't know, what, a, a week ago? Uh, yeah, yeah, a week ago tonight. One week um, ago. And so we've had some time to sit with it and, and think about it. I want to say for, for, right off the bat, I'm really glad we didn't review this on like Monday, because I've had more time with it, and I think have changed my mind about some of the mm-hmm. things that I was thinking at the at the very beginning of the week. Um now what were those things? Those things were I was just kind of kind of mad at the collection. I was just Oh kind we of were mad all mad. At it. Everybody yeah. mad. Um I was it's- kind of mad at it. I was kind of like in a almost a despairing state about mm. like not not having as much fun with Mario 64 as I remember having not yeah. um not really, you know, being able to do the 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 non-inverted controls on Sunshine and being mm. able to change that. Uh, not really being able to do the waggle on Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of mad about all that stuff. But sure. I've had some time. I don't know about y'all, but I've had some time. And I'm well, like, all right, yeah. I've made my peace with some things. So how do we want to start this? Because, I mean, like, we can talk about the whole th- reception to this and like it this is a weird release right it's a like, weird release. i think maybe we just yeah. start with that 
this is a weird release. It's a $60 product yeah. that is a time-limited release. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that's the weirdest part. It's going away. It's going back into the Nintendo vaults, probably so that they can sell the games individually, but who knows. Um, and there's all kinds <laughs> think, of weirdness around the emulation, and yeah, the package I, I, is pretty lackluster. So all that stuff, I think we can maybe bracket it and yeah, just kind of I mean, talk about the games themselves because, like... Everyone has been talking about that for the past week. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some disappointing stuff. Um, there's no manuals, which is weird. Hey, why is it so hard for when people port things or just like emulate them to put manuals? I just want to page through a PDF with a joystick. Yeah. That's all I want to do. I mean, we can page through the soundtrack with a joystick. Yeah, you can listen to the soundtrack, but you can't. Yeah. It's a weird package. It's very no frills in such a way yeah. that like um, one, it's the, it's the fastest startup game startup to a game I think I've mm-hmm. ever seen. It's like it's it goes to like the your ability to go into one of these games so fast. It's kind of amazing. But at the same time, it's very bare bones. I mean, it's really just the three games, the three soundtracks and and that's it. And those three games are, of course, uh, Super Mario 64. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, conspicuous by its absence, of course, is uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2, which um, some believe is a superior game to the first one. I don't really care to have that debate, but it's a very good game, and it is kind of sad that it's not in this collection. Um, yeah, I think we can definitely just take a, a minute or two to do what you just said, Merritt, and say, like, okay, like, this is not a collection that I would want it to be. Like even the Mega Man collections that they've done have had like little museums and little things that like help that. Like Capcom, I still think doesn't even go as far as I would like them to see, but there's something there for these. Well, and like Legacy Collection, um, that was like a digital eclipse joint, right? Right. And um, like Frank Cifaldi's over there, I think. Um, is that right? I couldn't tell you. Maybe Jordan no can look that up for sure. us. Um, but, you know, I think you can tell with with those games that they were, were ported by people who were really passionate about them. They have all these, like, like extra challenges, all these things, but then there's also just, like, art and, and like, that kind of stuff that you can look through. The presentation is really nice. Even like the Zero collection recently, you know, they added some extra stuff. It's like that to me should be like the minimum, <laughs> like include include all the old archival stuff of interest if you're going to re-release this stuff. And yeah. this has none of that. Like no. uh, Frank is no longer with them, but he still works on projects with them from time to time. I'm getting okay. from Jordan. I think he was when Legacy Collection came yeah, out because that, that was like five years out. ago. Yeah. Um, so th- th- this is just one of those disappointing things. And briefly, like modders have been able to do things with these games with modern hardware that um, you would hope that if, you know, no one, I don't think anyone reasonable is thinking that these should have been remade or like. Right like you know hand remastered from the ground up in some way but like yeah no i'm not asking for like a crash bandicoot treatment or whatever sure 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 but like things like being able to control the camera a bit more especially with 64 which we'll get into and and things that are just like 
just so obviously necessary for games in the year of our Lord 2020 that I don't think would have been a big, I don't think would have been a big deal to add uh, just options to do controls differently. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is just as close to you were getting the, the exact, <clears throat> the exact games that you got when these games came out because they're just being emulated. Um, like, like you said, so um, do we want to just go chronologically? We can just talk about 64 first and then go to Sunshine and, and wrap it up with Galaxy. As um, God intended, yes. As God yeah. intended. Um, Merritt, and uh, I know you and I uh, deeply, deeply uh, love this game, have a lot of affection for it. Um, I am really interested to hear from Nikki, who yeah, me I too. witnessed play some of this, but I also <laughs> am like, you know, I'm like, you know, I, I, I saw your live thoughts. I think I have an idea of what your opinion is of this game, but I, I do want to hear maybe more. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, w- I want to hear from you. I think this is a... <laughs> it is a good video game. I can oh. appreciate that it is okay. a good video game. However, I think there are there are things in the way hmm, hmm, tread carefully here. Tread carefully, huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I, I don't know. know. It just doesn't. It, it there. It, there's a level of polish that, like, between even between Sunshine and sixty four, that like I. I miss it's like intangible stuff that I have. I struggle to explain that is outside of like when we did the stream, John. Yeah. And uh, on the day the game came out and I was in Bob on battlefield and I got to the top of the fucking mountain and uh-huh. King Bob was there. And then it's, it took me 84 minutes roughly to fucking press B in the smallest hitbox in the world. Right to like pick the guy up and then throw him. You can't throw him off the mountain because he can't. Right. That's the temptation. That was always the temptation is to throw him off the mountain. Right. Yeah. Throw the bomb just straight off the mountain because that would, that would end it. You know what I mean? You would think that would end it, but yet, but yeah. no, no. Yeah, that's cheating. So he jumps 45 feet straight (laughs) in the air (laughs) and returns from whence he came. I don't know. I think, I don't have basically any attachment to that game and there's nothing pulling me back. And I would much rather play galaxy or sunshine over 64. And I think that the reason that I wanted some sort of extra work to be done specifically to 64 was to bring it to an audience of people who have not, who are like me, who have not played it. Um, because it's the only 3D Mario game that I haven't like. Well, that one and 3D, whatever one is on the Wii U. Oh, 3D um, World. 3D yeah. World. But like that one's kind of weird, right? So 64 is the only one that I haven't spent just a ridiculous amount of time with. Uh-huh. And I was kind of expecting a a more generous touch from right. Nintendo on it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I, they and, didn't, and, so. and it, I want to, I'm, I'm about to be really pedantic, but I want to try to get at like what you mean by polish, because I would argue, and we can get to this in a second. 
I would argue Sunshine is a less polished game mm. than 64. I but, think it, I agree, but I think there's there the muscle memory is baked in right, to my okay. bones, so I know where the polish ends and the roughage sure, begins sure, sure. Okay. more frequently than in Sunshine than I do in 64. I mean, a lot of what you're talking about is like precision with 3D movement that yes. like like right. You know, people like me will sit here and go like, well, they basically perfected Mario's movement in 1996 and haven't changed it. But what <laughs> yeah. this collection did do, what this collection did do, and also playing Odyssey again, which I'll probably put a bow on this episode by talking a little bit about where Mario is now. Um, well, fuck, where but, is he? Where is he's missed, Mario's Mario's missing. missing. Oh, he's missing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Um I would I would say that now I'm I'm kind of like no like there were genuine like clear improvements made from 64 even to Sunshine even to Galaxy in terms of yeah. kind of precision of movement and certainly what you're talking about with that specific boss fight which is just kind of like you know having a hitbox that makes any fucking amount of sense. Yeah. Um, a lot of that stuff is so muscle memory for me that like, it's hard to, mm. and that's a lot of how I feel about this, about 64 today is like a lot of the things that I don't recognize as being uh, dated is just because the muscle memory is so like, uh, you know, so baked into my experience mm-hmm. there that it's like, I can't, I can't really see, see where the, the cracks are, but it's like, I've, I've, I'm seeing more cracks with that game now than I ever have. I still think it is as close to a perfect bite of this kind of gameplay as you can get. But um, yeah, I, I my, my feelings about that game are evolving. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you feel the same way, Merit, or, or if you're still kind of, you know, in love with the same experience. Um, hmm. Yeah, Mario 64 is a weird one for me because I did play it a lot on the original release. Yeah. And then I played it again on the Wii when oh, because the, the I feel virtual like console? on the virtual console when yeah. Nintendo started releasing games on the virtual console, I was like, "Wow, I can buy it again?" <laughs> yeah. I again I can buy it. Okay, I, can, I will. Again, I can buy it. Um, I will do this. You've given me the ability. <laughs> And um, so I've definitely played it the most out of these three. And going back to it, yeah, there's like, so even just talking about, because like the first experience you have with that game, like the very first thing you do is the King bob fight, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're running around this little, little uh, area, this little, almost like a theme park kind of is how I think of the Mario levels. Um and you climb up to the top of this mountain and then you have to like throw him down. And when I compare that to like the first galaxy level, yeah, um, or like the way that the galaxy handles some of the same kinds of things, it, it feels like 64 was really just, they're like, let's just really go hard in this direction of you can just like play around in this, this right. um, a, playground. A and I, yeah. I feel like they didn't, I feel like every Mario release since then was them pulling that back until yeah. then you get to maybe Odyssey again, yes. which is, I think the next point at which it expands out again. 
Um, and there's pros and cons to both of those things. And I think some of the issues that people might have going back to it now, people who like didn't grow up with it, <laughs> are that um, are about that about how like a how cryptic it can be. Yeah. Like Mario sixty four in ways is kind of like oh, Zelda. Like it, like the first yeah. Zelda, right? Like there, it's like, um, <laughs> yeah. The Mario sixty four and Sunshine is like Zelda and a link to the past. And like I didn't grow up with the first Zelda, and when I tried to play it without a map or anything, I was oh, like, "What that. is this? Right. This is inscrutable." <laughs> and at the same time, I can totally see how people loved that game for its secrets right. and for its inscrutability, which contributed sure. to the sense of it being this huge world. But Mario sixty four, like. The most you get for some of these stars is just like shoot into the wild blue yonder. Like, yeah, what the fuck does that yep. mean? Yep. Nintendo. Like, yep. they're just dropping you in this space and basically saying like, okay, uh, here's all the things Mario can do now. And you better practice that outside the castle and in this first area. Cause, um, you can't like, you can't fall off the first area in in the game. I don't, there's no like pits or anything. Right. Um, but it's, shit's going to start getting real, like almost immediately almost after immediately, that. Right. Like, because I think the sec, the first area you unlock after that is Thwomp's Fortress, right? It is. Yeah. Where, oh my God, it's so easy to fall off. <laughs> like yeah, it's it so is, possible. It's a death trap. It's, it's a death trap, right? It goes from this very yeah. inviting open green space to like, that you're playing in to like this big death trap that you're climbing around the outside of yeah, and which you can fall off of. Um, and again, yeah, it is hard for me to have like an objective point of view on like what it would be like to play this for the first time now, because yeah. um, I had that experience like, you know, like 20 years ago or whatever, when this game like blew my tiny child brain into a million pieces. Um, when I first saw Dire Dire Docks at like a, a theme park in Ontario <laughs> because there was like a Nintendo oh tour God, kind of amazing. thing happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so Nikki, like, did, have you played, have you, have you beaten Mario 64 or have you? No. no? I just know, I know that you pick uh, Bowser up by the tail and you spin you around. Do. And then did they really get rid of the Salon King Bowser line? Yeah. yeah, they they really did. They really did get rid of that. I one. thought that was only in the Japanese one because he does. They he never said that there. No, they took it out. They took it out. Wow, zero out of ten. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bad game now. That's, I don't know. Koji Kondo weird. did go ham up though on this one. Didn't have to, but he did. He oh, didn't he go didn't, really hard. Oh, he, he went hard. I mean, he yeah, went so hard on yeah. this one. It's yeah. kind of cool that they include the soundtracks because, yeah, obviously these are some of the best soundtracks. Um, yeah on their respective consoles, but, um, I, I think like if the, I, Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I, I, please, please finish. Cause I have a question about another, another game. But so oh no, I was going to say it was, can you fuck? I wish I could fucking bottle up the feeling of hearing sliding for the first time. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Like sliding. that would, incredible. God, what an incredible um, track. It's amazing. What are, what are some of the, the, um, I mean the Dar Dar Docks track Dar is Dar like Dar the chillest. Is, it's so good. Yeah, and that was the first level of like a 3D game I think I ever saw, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is the future!" It's just everyone's right. super chill. Yep. In this like pirate ship area and just fucking vibing. Yeah. Um, what's the first uh, ice level? Oh, uh, Cold Cold Mountain. Chill, Cold Cold Mountain. Chill. 
Cold House. It's not Cold Mountain. That's a bad movie. <laughs> Cold Mountain. <laughs> Come back to uh, Cold yeah, Mountain. Yeah, no, the, uh, the music in that, in that one, also very yeah. good. It's Cool Cool Mountain. Cool Cool yeah. Mountain. Throw um, that penguin straight off that cliff. Yeah, I gotta. Cliff. You gotta. You gotta do that. Um, I am so curious because, it, you know, for folks that never um, played the original, that, that game, it you know, it, it has little surprises and some difficult levels and some really, really fun stuff a bit later. The the two final main levels of that game are the the rainbow uh I, I don't rainbow know, ride it's, or... it's rainbow ride I guess I can't remember and then there's um uh TikTok clock and those two are oh like oh my fucking god TikTok clock are like I'm not gonna say bad I'm not gonna say poorly designed I'll say would be very poorly received today I think yes um. So I'm so curious about like people who never played this game the first time around getting to those levels and being like, oh, this is fine. I'm like, <laughs> because, because I don't know if that that is it's kind of like the Stingray level in in Sunshine, which we'll talk yeah. about mm-hmm. in a second. Just a level that's like, oh, boy, y'all could have y'all probably could have just not done this one. Huh? Um, one thing I'll say is, did you ever play Super Mario 64 on the DS? Merit? Yeah. Jesus Are Christ. You- no. Well, you maybe did, for though, about maybe, 10 minutes. I think I yeah, borrowed it from for, like, for in college. a little bit. Okay. Because they made some improvements to that game, both graphically and a little bit with the gameplay. And like, it was very difficult to control because the original DS mm-hmm. just didn't really like it didn't have, have an analog, analog stick control. and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so that was, uh, that was rough going. But like, you know, it... Whatever. I always hate it when people are like, it would have been so easy for them to blah, blah, blah. But I feel like it would have been easy for them to say like, oh, let's emulate this as well and put this Just on include there. that version. Just include it yeah. because it had other playable characters. You play as Wario. You play as yeah. Yoshi. Um, and, and it had uh, some extra stars and some quality of life improvements and stuff that like would have just been fun to have. And, and yeah, no, I mean, and that- it's not a game that has really... Yeah, got being ported anywhere else, right. and like just as like a again, that's like a a attention with these kinds of projects. I feel like is it's not always whether a game is like actually very good, but it's like of historical interest. I feel right. like, and to just be able to to see the difference between those two, I think would be interesting to a lot of people. Yeah, but you know, it's. Not there, obviously. So what if? Can you imagine if that was there, but not Galaxy Two? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be that would be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really tough. Um, do we? I, I'll I'll just say this for for sixty four. I think um, if you've never played it, you know, go into it with an open mind and kind of realize that all the three D games kind of after it, um, you know, learned a lot of lessons from this, and also the fact that like, I think Nintendo nailed it so hard with the first go around i have to imagine it almost like killed a lot of later attempts at doing this i have to imagine Mm. like you know because there were a lot of good 3d platformers on the n64 and some of the under the radar ones but like none of them really persisted after that generation because I don't know. I, I just think Nintendo cornered that it's, so unbelievably well in their first go around. Yeah, I just I can't 
I don't know that I can really convey how much better this was than like everything else at the time. Like, yeah, because I feel like the idea of just like moving an analog stick to control a character to move in the direction that you're moving them in is so taken for granted now. Yeah. Um, but that and camera controls were such a big problem in like the period of like N64 to like GameCube era mm-hmm. platformer games when those games were really popular. And like for a long time too, um, other platform, other three D platformer games use this like two stick method of like, or not even stick, but just like you know the PS one gamepad of like turning, like you turn and then move forward, like Croc or like Bubsy, right, um, right, in a similar way that like you know a lot of early platformer games. Um, feel yeah, Tomb Raider even Jordan, Jordan yeah Jordan, Tomb, Raider. Tomb Raider yeah that's, um, a, that's a big one you know and I always push back against people saying like oh like older platformers are bad like look at a good game like Mario how you can move around in the air and stuff and it's like well I mean no like those standards weren't set yet right. and like you know people didn't there were different ideas for like what that movement should feel like so like a game like Castlevania where you jump and that arc is just set is <laughs> right. like that's just how that game was at the time and like but that said going back and playing mario 64 versus playing like croc or like other kinds of similar platformers is like people kept fucking this up like a decade like decades after mario 64 and it's incredible to me that people put out bad 3d platformers that like just deliberately did not learn anything from like this is just like how you do this I, people, I just genuinely think people are afraid. Like, oh, they'll they'll compare this to Mario. Like, yeah, they will. <laughs> right. Like, if they you, will. If you yeah. Really, if you really fuck it up, good. we will compare it even more. Right. And people so. found ways to like to differentiate things. Right. Like Benjo Kazooie had yeah. like the two characters and more of an emphasis more on like abilities. different abilities and things right. that you interacted with the environment. And it was less and way, just about like acrobatics. And a million collectibles. <laughs> and just like yeah. putting a fucking ton of shit that you have to grab. Um, but yeah. And then. So Mario Sunshine. Like this is a yeah. weird one for Let's a lot of people. That. Let's talk about Mario Sunshine. Because I remember very vividly the summer that Mario Sunshine um, came out or was like yeah. being released. Or when I don't know that it actually came out like in the summer. So don't. Um, that I'm I'm going to look I'm it up look right it up now. But I, for some reason, I also believe yes, August, August. 26th. Okay, yes. Um, because I remember seeing uh ads for it on the window of the EB Games at the mall where I used to go to play Dance Dance Revolution oh on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it um, I never owned a copy of this game. Um, I borrowed it yeah. from uh from my cousin who is much younger than me and like. And uh, we would, you know, I would go over there and like when we'd be hanging out, I would like help her um, get some of the stars and stuff. And I remember loving it and I remember hating uh, some parts of it, like the parts without flood for just being (laughs) so difficult. Yeah. And um, since then, I've sort of developed this like stance of just like it's the best one or like, it's so good. Mostly just because people say it's bad. And I have this need to be kind of antagonistic. 
Mm-hmm. But what are your what were your feelings about this game before coming in? Nikki, was this like the the earliest Mario game that you? This was the first Mario I'd played. Oh, so that's... you were you were six. So you're like, six. why doesn't he have flood in the other ones? Yeah, that's kind of like I kind of it wasn't until Odyssey when he got a sentient hat that kind of like mm. let him do stuff <laughs> that I was like, this is the Mario that I know and mm-hmm, love. Mm-hmm. Um, where he has like a consistent friend that lets him jump higher. Um, I don't know. I think the, for like all of the same things that 64 does, which is to say that it's like got a bunch of places. Um, <laughs> and like, it's got a bunch of places, but having like having the ability to obviously look back, like there is, there is cohesion in super Mario sunshine that does not exist in super Mario 64, which is to mm-hmm. say that like thematically, like there's it, there's no connection between any of these spaces in 64. Right. Yeah, they're paintings that you just jump um, into. Yeah. Um and in Sunshine like all of the spaces kind of talk to each other and feel like they're on the same island and all of that. Yeah, um, you, you kind of don't have the imagination that you need to to appreciate 64. So you have to have yeah. Sunshine like I need you know. I need I need them to tell me <laughs> <laughs> where and how like all of these spaces are connected uh, but but to, um, but to uh, be serious for a second i i do like that you can see the other oh my god you can yeah. see yeah. the other places from from you know a level that you're in i do yeah. think that's cool and i think that's cooler now than i thought it was in 2000 yeah now that you can actually see them as opposed to being right. like i've been told that that blob in the <laughs> sure. distance <laughs> sure. is is peanut park right, right, right. um but yeah, there's a roller coaster level. That sucked. It sucked then and it sucks now. Um but that's it's cool idea-wise. I don't know. I like I like sunshine. This one's tough cuz I I did a I did close to a 180 on it this week where after playing it for a while. Um cuz I did not like this game when it came out and mm. and I've I've tried to revisit it a couple times and just kind of had the same frustrations with it and and i think it boils down to a couple things one i think flood is cool i also think it interrupts it interrupts the movement flow that i like Mm. with mario right so yeah i didn't know that that was the movement flow for mario so like i was like oh my god's got a cool jetpack fuck yeah this is all (laughs) mario can do and has ever done now odyssey odyssey has made me appreciate sunshine more because i did the same thing where like you're you're looking at sunshine as like oh he's got a gimmick back like that's cool he could do a a new thing with a new object yeah and for me what what odyssey did is combine the movement tech to be a turd for a second kind of the movement like tech of like super mario 64 with a with an additional kind of gimmick layered on top of it, where Sunshine actually replaces bits of that movement with Flood, which, like, goes against everything that I remember about Mario moving. So, like, mm. if I want to do a long jump, I can't. Like, right. I, yeah. I I just start to aim Flood, and it's like, oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Um, that, well, things, the things that I've, I really like about this game is that when the level design is good... It's the most min-maxed Mario. I feel like there's like there's stuff in this game that is like when it when it when it fucking gets going, it cooks. Like it's really good. Like 
a really good shine to get, like a really, really cool uh, level design. When it's bad, it's as bad as like Mario has ever been to me still. Hmm. Like there are there are levels, especially with the like the hotel one on the beach mm. with like the stingray, and then there's like the one with all the lava. Like I think those levels are pretty bad. I don't think they're very fun. Um But it's like the shining, John. Yeah, I get yeah, I get that. I get God, what if Stanley Kubrick made a Mario movie? Mm. <laughs> Um, I don't know. This one's tough because I, I think I'll actually beat this game now because I never really did yeah. before. Um, but I still, I'm having issues with like, it's kind of in the middle of the inscrutability of Mario 64 where they still don't mm. tell you a ton about yeah. a, a lot of things. Right. Um, but it, it, it also adds layers on top of it that like, make that even more pronounced like it explains more things but it also adds like the blue coins and it doesn't always it's not always clear um it still has a lot of that same like single star single shine level design where if you mm. don't I- immediately know what to do sometimes i'm kind of searching for the objective which is it's kind of taking me out of the like the joy of movement in that mm. game for me so anyway that's 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 kind of where I am on sunshine. I don't know. What about I you? I mean, Merit? it's tough because looking back, I think it's easy to see sunshine as like the weird one where Mario right. has a water gun. Right. <laughs> but sure. if I can make another Zelda reference again, mm-hmm. when Zelda two came out, there had only been one. Yeah. When Mario Sunshine right. came out, there had only been one 3D Mario. That's a really good point. Yeah. And so there hadn't been a pattern established of like, yeah. this is what a 3D Mario game is. Mm-hmm. And um, admittedly, it is kind of like a weird, like it is, it also, it was weird at the time because I remember people making jokes like, oh, so Mario games are just like about cleaning things up now because you had Luigi's Mansion where he has a yeah, vacuum. Yeah, that's true. And then you have Sunshine where Mario has like a water hose, basically. Uh-huh. And it's just like, okay, so it's, these, are games, these are games about being a janitor. Okay. Um, but <laughs> you're, you're, either, you're, you're either sucking or blowing in these Mario games. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really sucking weird. or blowing. Um, <laughs> but uh, there, there wasn't this, this pattern um, that had been established yet. So I think it's a little easier to understand in that context. And the vibes in this game are off the chart. Like, they're they're wild. unmatched. They're wild. I will say that. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're just like you want to talk about soundtracks, just hit up Al Delfino and just like oh, just God. fucking jam. The way that it plays with that basic track and then um yeah. messes around of, with a lot it. Of light, light motifs and stuff like that. Yeah, really, yeah. is yeah, just really the water effects are really pretty um the whole like technicolor goop stuff that reminds me of that scene in hook when they're having a food fight with imaginary food very good um no one understands that reference uh i've never seen hook don't (laughs) is that the is that a blues traveler they made a movie out of the blue traveler song they did yes that's what it is yeah that's what it is that's really Um, cool yeah Yeah. dustin hoffman's there zuko's in it uh, yeah. Wow, Zuko's there. Yep. Uh, yeah, Rufio. 
um, the guy from Avatar. Um, yeah. yeah, and and playing it now, I think I hadn't, I didn't remember how unacrobatic Mario is in this game. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's really um, on it. He, he and can do, that's he could do two things in this thing. Yeah, right. And like, I think that's that's why those sections where you don't have flood were so frustrating. Because right. if if you put me in with those with Mario sixty four controls and movement, they'd be a joke. But the fact that you can't long jump, you can't backflip. Um. Basically, you can like run and dive, and you have to do a lot of um, like side flips. What are those called? Somersaults. Somersaults. You have to just Cart, use cartwheel. Cartwheels. You have to use those basically for verticality. Yeah. And um, you just don't like the long jump. I feel like is like maybe the most iconic 3D Mario move because it's it's so much used for like speed running and um it, it covers a lot of distance and gives you verticality mm-hmm. and uh you can't do any of that stuff you and can't like do it. flood like using the jetpack flood feels like yeah it's like you've just halted all of your momentum and now you're just going to like sort of like you know hover around for a bit yeah and um i don't know i do i do like this game and i want to to really try and play through it. I remember it getting really frustrating uh, as you go on, like those levels you were talking about, John. So yeah. I haven't like gotten that far in it again. And I, I have beaten it, um, but I've never like 100%ed it. And um, I think I've always had this problem with 100%ing 3D Mario games where like aside from 64, it always feels like there's a few things that are just put in to be obscenely difficult. And um just like pure platforming that I just can't do. Like 3D land, yeah. I feel like you would beat the game, like beat the game. And then it's like, right. oh, here's these like pervert levels yeah. for perverts. <laughs> um, 3D world yeah, actually did this too. Kind of there 3D world did this yeah. too with like these levels that you had to make it. They were like these huge long gauntlets yeah. that you had to make it through um, in one life. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, just, yeah, aesthetically, it's, there's so much to love, I feel like, about Sunshine. And yeah. um, it's so, it, it is just, like, still this weird uh, standout, for better or worse, for better and worse, I guess. Yeah. Uh, also, Super Mario Sunshine is uh, the Mario equivalent of Sonic Adventure 2. Because another good game. Another good game, because they're both about the protagonist being mistaken for someone who looks nothing like them, yeah. but is, is like kind them. of the same shape <laughs> is kind of the same silhouette. Uh, teaching, teaching lessons about racism, like Zootopia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, it's got that whole weird thing with Bowser jr. Uh, yeah. thinking peach is his mom. Is his mom. When, when in reality, Miyamoto is his mom. Right. <laughs> if only he knew. If only he knew. If only he knew. Do we want to talk about the uh, the one where he goes to space? Let's talk about Mario yeah. going to space. I'm going to the take this Mario one. to space. Um. So Mario Galaxy came out in, I want to say, 2007. 1998, actually. Wow. Oh, weird. Yeah. Want to feel old? We're going to get these game <laughs> release dates wrong. Um, 
but uh so mario galaxy uh 2007 wii game um obviously they've had to make the most changes to mm. this one to make it kind of work for like you know a docked and pro controller situation which is how i play mm-hmm. um and if you play it on handheld you're going to need to touch the screen a lot which is interesting I'm, i want to talk about that but yeah. yep <laughs> we can definitely talk about that because uh, i play it docked all the time and i think you you have a light so i have a light yeah it. yeah um so yeah let's definitely talk about that but this one was really interesting the gimmick in this one is essentially gravity and you have uh, these spherical bodies that um, change, uh, that basically you know pull Mario in to a surface, and so you have a lot of this kind of weird gravity, uh, space jumping kind of stuff, and that's that's you know the movement tech in this is mostly the same as you would find it in like Mario sixty four with the addition of a spin attack uh, that you can do some various things with. Um, this is a really, really good video game. Um, I, I played a lot of it yesterday. Um, and I don't know. I, I kind of fell more in love with it than I think I, I remembered uh, being. Um, what about, what about, let's start with you, Nikki. Like what, what stands out to you about Galaxy? This game just does so much. Like there's the game asks you to do so many things and at no point in the in the range of you doing them are you like this is fucked up to me. Right. Um because it all kind of it plays well with each other. The first power up you get in this one turns Mario into a bee. <laughs> which like what? <laughs> like what do you mean? Like a bumblebee? <laughs> what do you mean? Um and I like don't know, I don't know why that was so not weird to me, but it's weirder <laughs> now than it was yeah, back then. Yeah. Too. It, yeah. It's just it's because it's like, ah, oh, this whole thing, you go into it because there's literally no indication until you unlock that first <laughs> world. Right, yeah. And the world is called Buzzy Bee Whatever. Uh-huh. And then you're like, huh? And then you load into it and it's just a bunch of flowers, and a bee is like, hey, what up, bud? The queen's on the other side of this waterfall. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. So I guess this cool space adventure is now insect based. <laughs> um I don't know. The game just does so much with uh even like conventional understandings of what Mario is. There are these side scrolly sections. Um where like you're basically in those like glass capsules and the gravity is like split in half and the upper side flips you upside down and the lower side flips you down. Right. Those are really cool. Um, and it gives you a little bit of that 2d Mario stuff. Um, I think it is, it really is considering this is the third 3d Mario game, which is bizarre. It is a, it is a masterclass in like platform, like platforming design, and I think just variety in the amount of stuff that they kind of ask you to do. Also, the soundtrack, again, Koji Kondo went off. They were like, Miyamoto was like, I found this and then handed him a violin. And then Koji Kondo was like, finally, <laughs> thank you. I don't have to rely on these fucking computers for music anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's the, the music in this one is really good, too. I, I think... Um, yeah, I, you were mentioning it the other day, Merritt, but it's just something about watching uh, Mario in his little bee outfit climbing up the walls is just like, <laughs> it's it's just like, 
I get so much joy out of it, but it also is just, it, it is very strange. Um, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, Merit, I think you've been digging this. Um, oh my God. Uh, especially. This um, is, Galaxy might be my favorite Mario game. I don't know. It's good. It's really good. good. If you'd asked me before I replayed it in this collection, I would have said maybe 64 or uh, 3D Land, which kind of wish 3d land was in here too but yeah maybe same. we'll get a i know that game's sort of optimized for the 3ds but you could play with yeah. the 3d on come oh, on um yeah. that's what i did I, I that's what i did, did too I just did fuck not the, like the 3d, 3D on the 3ds it's bad yep. um oh my god though okay so what i realized when i replayed this is that this game isn't a successor to 64 and sunshine um odyssey is like the third game yeah in yeah. the open world Mario series, Galaxy is its own thing where yep. they were really much more like, hey, what if we made a 2D, what if we made like a linear Mario game, except instead of being on a two-dimensional plane, it was stretched out over a series of like three-dimensional platforms in space. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and you're sort of flinging yourself from one to one while this like, fucking like huge orchestra is playing yeah um which is incredible and uh it's like a little simplified right like it's like really getting back to a 2d sort of obstacle course philosophy rather than like a theme park it's more like just being on a ride than wandering around and like looking at different things and trying different things and um it it just goes so fast like there's some stars that you just get really quickly the boss fights are all like really smooth and fun and um i at first i hated playing this on the light because i was like okay so the lack of of care in this collection i think really shows with galaxy because even like the menus and stuff which used the wiimote pointer on the wii yeah um (laughs) You can't navigate the menus. Like you can't even confirm to like save by pressing a button. You have to tap the screen, which yep. is absurd. Um, and yeah, any feature where you would have had to point at the the screen, you have to use the touch screen for. So that's kind of a bummer when it comes to things like uh, collecting star bits because you have to constantly kind of swipe your thumb over the screen. And um the pull stars where you have to like tap on them rather than, than aim and point. And, um, the, uh, the levels where you're flinging yourself from the spider webs or the one where you're in a bubble and blowing, blowing, you have to like, kind of like you tap to like position the, the blower. And I, I really hated it at first, but I gotta be honest, like, yeah, it would be better if some of those things were just controlled with like, like there is absolutely no reason why you couldn't just control, say like launching yourself with a spider web with the joystick. Yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason. Yeah. That said, it works basically fine. And like, yeah. I I think there may, as the game goes on, because I haven't finished it yet, there may be points where I'm like, oh man, I can't do this with the touchscreen, but it hasn't been as inhibiting as I thought it would be. Right. And um, yeah. I, I wonder part- if that, sorry, I, 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 yeah, think, yeah, I wonder if that 
like the conclusion that it's basically fine is the reason why so little was actually done mm. to it. Like in practice, like I'm sure in testing when they were like, can we just like put these on here and like, will it be basically okay? Which is like not a Nintendo move, but I wonder if that's why right. it ended up kind of being the way it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that's that they probably did that calculus and they were like, everyone's going to be fine with it. So, yeah, I mean, what 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 you going to do? You know, I I think that's some of it. I also agree that like so the the issue with it on handheld merit for the record Mm -hmm. is like kind of a, a different flavor of strange is that you know you have the pointer because the Mm. motion controls in your pro controller or joy con do work okay the problem is that there the r basically the the right bumper yeah uh is the um bring my cursor back to the center button i have had to i've had to hit that as many times as i've had to hit like the jump button because like it just kind of disappears and then i've got to like get bring it back and I can't find it and then once I recenter it it'll be okay for a couple minutes but then I'll mm. need to recenter it again it has become almost second nature in a way that like I should still probably be very critical of it but I also got used to it very quickly so it's kind of the same like I it's fine I'm having trouble telling if it's because I'm giving this game a lot of leeway because I love these games mm-hmm. or if it's because the implementation is really not all that bad like I can't, I don't trust myself with the answer to that question. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a little weird, but I, I Galaxy. I think I still prefer the the sandboxy nature of like sixty four and Sunshine and Odyssey, and especially Odyssey because that is actually the most sandboxy. Like you're not having to mm. go into a menu and yeah. select. A right. star that you want to just go find, get, yeah. Which, right? You yeah, just it's go just, to the it's place. just kind of persistent, and it is there, and you just go. Um, this was I did the exact same thing, Mary. This was like the first time I really, um, framed Galaxy in a way that's like this is like Mario three. This is like mm-hmm. Mario World instead of trying to frame it like the old you know, the old uh, 2D, uh, the old, the older 3D ones. And in that way, you can make these levels so much more, um, I won't say over design, but just like very, like very, very meticulously designed Mm -hmm. places. And that I had really forgotten about how well designed some of these levels are, which is why, um, I think I get so frustrated with sunshine because I see, mm. I see a lot of those areas actually kind of fall short of my expectations for, um, for that kind of design. But I think that has more to do with, like I said, it, it's more of a sandboxy exploration than it is these kind of really tight designs. Um, and, uh, galaxy is just really, really, really good. I, I, I forgot how easy it is to lose like literally hours of time to just like go through these galaxies. And I don't know. I'm oh, galaxies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> sorry. 
The director of Galaxy was uh, Yoshiaki Kotsumi, uh, who also worked on Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. <laughs> oh! Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's worked on a bunch of Nintendo games, but like he, I feel like um, it. It's interesting. Like the development of this game, there is like kind of a push and pull between um, between him, Iwata, and Miyamoto. Yeah. And I will say Miyamoto actually, you know, I I come I come for him kind of a lot, probably mm-hmm. too much. But eh. some of the stuff I've read about this game, like he actually had some pretty good ideas. And um, I think um, Yo- uh, Yoshiaki Kotsumi was like high up enough that he maybe could balance them with like his own because he's kind of like uh, his protege. So originally, so one thing that's very different about Galaxy as opposed to Sunshine and Mario 64 is that you can only take three hits. It's much yeah. more like classic platformer. Like you can't just run around bumping into things and like get by. Yep. And uh, that was a Miyamoto uh, joint. So oh. um, he was Thanks like, oh, this, he was like, this game's too hard. Or no, too easy, too easy. It gets boring. It's too easy. I need a challenge for me, yes. a real gamer. And Kozumi was like, okay, well, we'll take, down, we'll take down the health meter, but then we'll put checkpoints in. Um, yeah. And uh, Iwata was like, oh, that's something that is like, it makes a huge difference to how the game plays, but like people don't even really notice it. And then things like, um, like the the spin, the spin move is so good in this game. Like just on so many levels, because you're making a game that is like a 3D platformer that's based around like running around spherical objects. And at times the control can get kind of confused, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're moving when you come out of like a cutscene. Uh, you can sort of just run around in a circle, but so it's like really hard to jump on. On things, so they have the spin attack where, like, you can just press a button. Now, I actually didn't hate waggling the Wiimote to do that, um, but you can just press a button if you're using a light or um, a classic a or pro, pro controller or whatever. Handheld, yeah, um, and just it works really shake well. The whole and light. You, you can also do that if you're a monster, but <laughs> just like even the the little kind of details, like the fact that spinning into a Goomba will set it spinning and then you run up to it and kick it, that gives you star bits. And star bits are new to Galaxy, right? They're like the new currency that you use to unlock new areas, but that you can also use to stun enemies. And that if you're playing with two people, which is kind of hard to do on the Switch, uh, you can have a co-star mode where someone else can just sort of like use them to stun enemies and stuff and help you. Um, But then if you do jump on a Goomba, which is harder to do, it makes a coin because that's kind of like the old currency of Mario. And that's like the old action that Mario does is like jumping on enemies. Um, And there's like a bit of risk or reward too, because coins restore your health. Just, I don't know. I junkie put out a video on galaxy the other day. And he said Mm -hmm. that this game is so good that the water levels are good, which to me is like, (laughs) like, cause I just got to the one, the first one, or well, there's the one that's like the Penguin Bay, which is like the, the beach beautiful bowl or beach right. bowl is yeah. gorgeous. But then there's another one too where it's um the the base that's like in that's like cylindrical base that's in this water area. Oh yeah, and you have to swim under it to like yes. trick these torpedoes into releasing these like weights that will f- float up these platforms. And then when you get to the top, 
you break open the steel orb and like the top half of it is just like a sphere of water. Yep. Um, yeah. And it's like so gorgeous. And like the way that just like this game just feels like the equivalent of, um, you know, those videos that kids get obsessed with where they like open those like fake kinder eggs and like wonder ball type things. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's like yeah. the game equivalent of that. Cause you're just like opening these little like orbs and like going inside yep. them and like seeing what's going on. And, um, yeah. The, yeah. This, Galaxy really shows you um, like more kind of impossible spaces per minute than like, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, any other video game that I can remember. And like, I think that is really appealing. I mean, we talked about how like it's really, really kind of nice that uh, Sunshine's spaces all kind of talk to each other. Galaxy kind of has like almost the opposite, <laughs> yeah. like not a yeah. problem, but like. But like it, it's the opposite it, mentality, it's the opposite like, mentality. And it works also very well. These very like distant, impossible vistas, these like kind of um, frankly, kind of like scary and weird. Um, yeah. Like, you know, like when you go into a black hole, it plays this kind of like, oh, God, like this like I hate that really weird sound and yeah because mario is being ripped right, from <laughs> right. he's being right. turned they, into they a almost spaghetti stare yeah. at like the vacuum of space and they go like yeah this is scary and your best friend mario is here and it's like how are we oh, breathing though you all right think? um i don't know he's breathing toad dust i think uh, <laughs> captain toad first appearance um yeah Let's uh let's put a bow on this. Okay, I want to tell I you. I want to tell you just one more anecdote oh, about please, Mario because please I, I was reading the Mario Galaxy wiki earlier, and um, there's so much great stuff about the making of this game. Like, there's yeah. so many interesting stories. Like, there's the one thing about how um, there Kozumi was just like, "What do you guys want Mario to turn into?" And like. <laughs> Some woman who was working in the game just wrote, I want to be Mario. <laughs> and that's why we have be Mario. But um, so uh, Mahiro Yokoda was in charge of the musical direction and created this composition that was like supposed to sound like old science fiction films. And Koizumi, who was the game's director, was like, yeah, this is great. And then Koji Kondo looked at it and was like, this is no good. And uh, they were like, why? And he's like, if somewhere in your mind you have an image that Mario is cute, please get rid of it. <laughs> Mario is cool. Try again. <laughs> How dare you? How dare Mario is not cute. Mario, Mario is, cool. is not cute. Koji's picking up Mario and he's got his finger pointed directly at these people being like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Um, I, I don't know. I hate to frame it like this, but is this package kind of worth picking up? Oh, that's a toughie. Yeah, I know. Because it's like, these are three really good games. 60 bucks. And like... I feel like here is the thing. I feel like you could sell me Galaxy for thirty dollars right now, and right. if I hadn't bought this, and I would have been like, "Yeah, okay." Um, it's just like, okay, so Mario sixty four was ten when it was on the Wii, I believe. Right. Uh, and then so Sunshine it's ten twenty thirty basically is kind of yeah. how we're thinking about it. The thing yeah. is, like, it's just it feels so cynical. I think people I are picking up on that, and I don't think they're wrong to feel that way. Of this whole idea of creating this fake scarcity, 
um, by having it only available for a certain amount of time, of just having like zero frills, like none of the accompanying materials. You know, it's sad that we get more from, who was it who, who was talking about this on Twitter the other day? Saying like, oh, Patrick Klepek, who is Pat, basically yeah, saying like, with that, that giga leak and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we've learned so much about the history of Nintendo games from these leaks over the past couple of months than we ever will from right. any official game. This this is a company that is like not only uninterested in sharing this stuff, but like actively invested in like erasing mm-hmm. its history when it doesn't care for it. Yeah. Um, so. I, it's a tough call to make. I think if you if you haven't played any of these and you're a 3D platformer person, then like yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm almost tempted to say no because I think they have something yeah. up their sleeve. And right, and but the like, only question I, is like, well, because I feel like what they're going to have up their sleeve is selling them separately, right? Uh, in and, some sort of new virtual console, maybe situation. I don't know. Right. That's really speculative, but right. Yeah. Because yeah, there is there. Otherwise there is no good reason to do this. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you know what, if they don't do that and you miss out on it and you're like, oh, beans, I'm never going to be able to play this. Hey, guess what? Just steal it. Just steal it. Just steal it. Just steal it. Dolphin. Allegedly. Allegedly steal it, but if you frame it to me as ten bucks, twenty bucks, thirty bucks for those three games in order, I, I'm I'm if I'm honest, I would probably buy all of those ad hoc. So why am yeah. I why am I saying no? Right, that it's because that I it's like that. sixty dollars. is know, just know. like it, it is. Yeah, cynical. it's like a, the the sum of the of the parts, right? It's, right, it's the sum of the whole or whatever. It's okay. Quickly, Nikki, what about you? Yeah, you should buy it. Okay. Wow, there you go. That's two buys, one no buy. And that's yes. <laughs> the last word. Um, thanks so much for... I, I almost at some point want to maybe tackle all three of these individually, like for mm. a, a, like an additional mm. hour each or something. That might be really fun because yeah. there's like a lot to unpack with all of them. But um, as a package, I think this is a good starting point. Just kind of get our, our take on it. So I definitely appreciate y'all's. We got to talk about Mario is missing too mm. in Mario's oh, time God. machine. I would love to do that. That'd be yeah. amazing. Merritt, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? I am at um, a website called Twitter. I got uh, yeah. at Merritt K on there. So oh, you got that? Fuck I yeah. got it. That's I know. Awesome. I know. Thank you. Amazing. Uh, Nikki, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Godsua, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. You can find me at Floppy Adult on Twitter. You can find Fanbyte at Fanbyte Media. You can find our wonderful producer, Jordan Mallory, at Jordan underscore Mallory. Um, I, I realized I didn't do that for a podcast yesterday uh, because I never remember. I don't have the muscle memory of Jordan doing his little uh, amazing hand sim- symbol in the Discord that he does every time we do this, which is very sweet. Uh, anyway, you should go follow Jordan on uh, Twitter. It's very good. Um and gosh, uh, you should go check out all of our podcasts at podcastnet.work. Um, we have a bunch of good stuff on there. Uh, Merritt was on uh, this week's episode of 99 Potions, which is a lot of fun. Um, we talked about Monster Hunter. Uh, that is it, folks. Um, you know what, Merritt? Why don't you take us out with, uh, with, with you know, something really Mario related? Uh, do the Mario. 
Swing your arms from side to side. I think that's it. That's all the Mario is. Come on yeah. again. The, the, the song just stops Mario. there. Is amazing. Yeah. Just like that. Ba, 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 boom. 